So hello, Peaceful Profits Nation. It's Ros Place here with an exciting client spotlight episode for you today. Today, we're talking to our client, Dan Edelstein. Dan is a writer, artist and filmmaker who works closely with his wife, Hilary. Dan got tired of having to go to TV or art commissioning bodies, which were fickle and narrow, had a very narrow selection criteria. So together with his wife, Dan started to develop direct marketing strategies, blending his work as a documentary filmmaker with Hillary's work as an artist and printmaker. Dan and Hillary made feature documentary called Bank Job, which was nominated for some top awards in British documentary filmmaking. Dan is passionately community focused and is working on a new project called Power Station, a project to turn every viable building on their street into a solar power station get it retrofitted whilst filming the entire process. Dan came into Peaceful Profits to develop a business around teaching artists, indie filmmakers and change makers how to build online communities that help make a fairer and kinder world in the here and now. Welcome, Dan. Thank you very much. That's lovely, Ros. Yeah, amazing research you've just done. (laughs) That's really good. Oh, well, I've really been looking forward to talking with you. I'd love for you, Dan, to share with our listeners um, about your experience in um, Peaceful Profits. And I'd love you to start by talking about um, your membership site, the membership site for um, for your art and for that change-making business. I'd love you to talk about sure. that and the members inside and um, how that's structured. Yeah. Um, well, the, basically, there's two things there. One is the uh, the kind of entry into the sort of peaceful profits mentality, I suppose. Um, and then the second one is the membership and how that's been working. So I'll start, I think, with the membership because it probably precedes a little bit um, the peaceful profits. I think uh, we started it about a year and a half ago and it was on the back of having... Um, screened uh, and finished bank job the film where we blew up 1.2 million pounds worth of high interest debt and um i suppose i'd done some sort of marketing courses before and i'd had some experiences with direct marketing but i think the the screening of bank job initially came out just as the pandemic was happening so um our ability to get into cinemas which is usually the method that uh, filmmakers use indie filmmakers who have got a feature film at that point it was really hard to get the previews into cinemas because you know cinemas had so many rules around them and many of them were just shut so we we started launching ads on facebook and we sold 2000 tickets for uh for that for that preview um and the sort of average order value was about 20 pounds and the cost per sale was about nine so we suddenly had this list of buyers, which was amazing. And um, we wanted to kind of pursue this idea of not just like direct marketing, but direct action as well, mm-hmm. uh, which was, in other words, uh, trying to enlist uh, people who felt the same way as we did about about what was happening, uh, you know, politically and socially in Britain and to try and make a difference. So it was very empathetic the the type of thing but people also understood that like we're not magicians and we can't just produce change or 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 create impact without also having some kind of financial sustainable financial thing 
Mm. I think like uh, so so we launched this membership site to try and have an impact on the climate at that point that was more of our concern rather than the kind of fuel poverty uh, cost of living crisis at that point um, and because we'd already had a list of buyers lots of people joined the membership maybe well I mean when I say lots maybe 50 at that beginning and then bit by bit you know we started clawing our way up mm-hmm. um, but um, weirdly like in, inside of the marketing that I'd been learning because I felt like movement building and marketing was so closely connected but a lot of the courses that I'd done were full of like sort of it felt like high pressure sales techniques and it was always about kind of like getting a Lamborghini tomorrow and you know the, the people that I was on the courses with were seemed to have a different culture or, or different values to me and I was always felt like um the anomaly in these groups you know because I was there effectively trying to learn how to you know I, it wasn't like I was looking for the riches from this uh, you know uh, and certainly that's not what I, I was not looking for overnight uh, riches I was looking for a sustainable income and a way to scale impact uh, as well and just culturally speaking I wasn't re- I didn't really feel that I'd got to the right places lots of stuff that I was learning was really good and useful but I was having to apply it to my own situation, which was quite radically different from everyone else's. Most other people were sort of thinking, how do I build an ad agency or how do I, uh, well, mainly that actually. Um, but but my question was more like, how do I make independent films and artworks, uh, you know, uh, in a way that bypasses gatekeepers of different types just because I'd found that the you know that 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 I suppose that the broadcasting system in Britain like the BBC Channel 4 and stuff and we have worked with those people just found it quite conservative and quite constricting and I think a lot of other filmmakers were finding it the same way um, and a lot of artists as well so anything that I could do to take these ideas and apply them into my own field was basically what I was trying to do. So mm. um, and when I discovered the peaceful profits method, I think it was the culture of the peaceful profits that, that attracted me the most. Mm. The idea, you know, in it stood sort of in opposition to a lot of that Lamborghini type of um, culture as well, which I which I felt was the type of kind of aspirational ideas which were leading to many of the <laughs> the issues that we were kind of you know trying to take up in our work as well. So you know I didn't want to be you know it, it was weird. There was a tension often I felt not not necessarily on my behalf either because I'm entrepreneurial, but but just I felt that people were. You know, there, there was this weird tension. But when I found Peaceful Profits and got into that, I felt that there was a much more of a click, you know, uh, so, that, so it was really, really good. That's amazing. Thank you so much. I think something that I noticed about your journey was that once you found a way of channeling um, your passion as a creative into business in a way that felt right to you, something really shifted. Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, I think you know weirdly there is there's always a bit of a tension so in our membership site that we have now there there are six thousand people in there most of them i i can't I, i'm not sure of the percentages i'd have to try and do a calculator but 
you know, many of them are in there for free. And we sort of like that is a kind of a, a bit of a belief that we, we want people to have access to the information which empowers them. I mean, it's we call the membership uh, the you know, it's, it's Power Station is the name of the project, but we call the members the powerful. And we want we want to be teaching them things that empower them in their own lives and their own communities. And part of, I suppose, the philosophical idea is that we give everyone access to, to that information, but that really the only way for that to work is that some people are actually able to pay for it. So we've built offers inside of that. So that mm-hmm. sits quite well with our kind of philosophical uh, views in, in a way, but um, nonetheless, um, you know, it's, I suppose... Um, there's still some tension in there because some people say, well, why are you trying to sell things and all the rest of it? And it's like a lot of people don't really have any experience of what it like is like to run a run a, a business online, offline, or or to create uh, art, you know, and to and to really be doing things at scale is that yeah, and that uh, you know, so part of it actually is educating people about value, you know, uh, and I think that's a really really important thing is that you actually you know, you're able to stand up for the value and, and for the offers that you create. And you have to really genuinely believe that they're helping people and helping the, the world as well. You know, so um, that's kind of foundational. And I think that that's something that I really discovered through the Peaceful Profits method is, yeah. that, you know, we're not we're not here to sell snake oil to people. We're here to build things which actually have value and, and amplify uh, people's potential to have impact as well. You know, Absolutely. I think that's really important. So creation of your high ticket offer, your premium offers. Um, talk to me about that. How's that gone for you now that you've created these ways of people working with you um, at a much higher level of not just value, but your ability to serve? Yeah, well, interestingly, so what we realised, like with, with our power project, we, we're basically we're, what we're trying to do is to raise a million pounds through that, which sounds a lot to us because we're not, you know, we don't come from the background of like, oh my God, I made a million this month and all the rest of it. We're, mm. That for that for us, that's a big, a massive number. And what that enables us to do will be to literally put solar panels on every single house that wants it on this street. And then if and once we've hit that milestone, if if it feels like we can continue to grow it, we'll then put insulation on all the houses, and we'll be arguing that this is what the government should be doing in order to create sort of energy security for people right the way across Britain and other countries. Um, so, but what I've realized is, is that having just, you know, relatively low ticket offers, you know, for instance, people can join our membership for five, 12 pounds a month, or uh, they can, you know, they can spend 120 or 140, like, you know, which is all kind of quite low in terms of price, the price tag. Sorry, my dog's barking in the background. Um <laughs> And that really to shift the dial, we needed to create higher ticket offers. So I actually put in uh, one that was £11,800 into our, uh, you know, page just a, a week ago. And then someone sent us um, that money literally a week later, saying they just couldn't stand not sending the money. So it's interesting that when you create offers and you put price tags on them and how how they effectively make a statement about, you know your own belief in yourself and your value and that what you can offer people and what sh- what this uh you know client really wanted was actually to work closer with us on trying to turn her street into um 
you know, uh, a power station and to get her local schools and to actually to tap into our network of, uh, you know, of, of different uh, installers and cooperatives who are able to turn schools into power stations and stuff. She just really wanted those personal conversations more than anything else. Yeah. And so, you know, she can now pick up the phone and speak to us whenever she likes, basically. Uh, so that, and that's really interesting. And I haven't, so for, for the other side of the business where I'm teaching artists and change makers how to effectively build these systems themselves and these businesses themselves, I, I actually haven't launched my high ticket yet. Although in the past, if I go back and look at my clients over the last six months or so, it's it's effectively going or actually making short films for them and then getting them distributed to their ideal audiences. That's where it's been really important because <clears throat> effectively we're all telling a story and trying to get a message out. So, mm-hmm. and we're all trying to build, um, I suppose in a way we're, we're trying to build impact and to build our own kind of tribes of people in order to actually achieve these things. Yeah. So, those are the so, types of offers. That making. Yeah. So I hear that there've been challenges for you in, in creating your, high ticket offer and you're starting to see that once you create those high ticket offers then you're able to support people in ways which really do make a huge impact and something else that you said was um about systems and about processes um something that you said was that you felt that your business had changed forever through implementing the peaceful profit system that's something that you actually said so which is amazing so how do you see that those changes in your business for example like what what's great about having those systems in your business what are the rewards well um over the summer for instance we were on holiday uh and we went we were away for like three weeks because we have young children and dogs and everything we needed to get out of london and um, we we now have, uh, you know, there are some elements, and this is inside of the, the power station business, the social enterprise business. Um, so we do a YouTube every week, for instance. So um, we now have an editor who will cut those. She can download all of the information of the new people who have joined and paid to be in the membership and add their names to the credits at the end of that. Uh, wow. So there's a pro- there's a few processes there that she's really uh, perfectly good at. Um, I have um, a, also a collaborator now on the membership site who helps people who are stuck, who also edits all of the workshops that we do and cuts them up into little bits and then uploads them into the membership site as a separate job from the, the film editor. Wow. Uh, and then he also... Uh, drafts up my Wednesday update emails as well so that because there's a formula for it uh, it doesn't sound quite like my voice so I have to get in there and tweak it and do a little bit mm-hmm. uh, and we also have obviously uh, an ongoing um, process where new people are continually joining the mailing list and we have a, a sequence of emails that goes out to them and then a sequence of emails if they actually join on the paid membership as well uh, to onboard them and to, you know, uh, all, all the rest of it. And then we also have someone who comes to the house every week to to package, uh, take things to the post office. And our framer uh, does all the actual physical packages. There's an awful lot of processes that we've broken down. We haven't broken everything down. Uh, and in fact, there are still some processes which we still sort of have to do ourselves day in, day out. Um, but we're definitely so much freer uh you know with these you know so and 
while we were away that there's you know everything was continuing to grow uh so you know so that's quite an amazing thing it's not like back in the old days where i was a, a freelance filmmaker and uh if i left for three weeks it was just zero earnings you know so it's 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 very different from from that that's so fantastic that's so that's amazing to hear so you've benefited a lot from what i can hear but i'd really love to know also how you feel your clients are benefiting from what you've accomplished you know what how is it that you can what is it when you look at your clients how can you see the seeds if you like of what you've planted in your own growth within your business how your clients are benefiting directly from that um well i think it depends if we're we're going to go into the power station one i think if people join up and they actually spend money inside of the power station actually even if they don't they're getting lots and lots of processes on how they can immediately begin to kind of decarbonize their streets and it doesn't need me to go and tell them that they can literally look at all of those pre-recorded workshops um where we bring lots and lots of experts in and we you know have a good conversation and we you know it's all chopped up and it's in there so they're benefiting from that they also get to see our feature documentary inside of the membership site for free which shows how you can achieve amazing things when you come together and that kind of documents our methods a different type of method but that's in there as well so that helps people emotionally i think uh, and just to to see what's possible and then i suppose I suppose up to a point, the people who invest a bit more in the power station, uh, like going through a lot of Mike's trainings, I'm looking at like, what's the risk to them, if you like, of coming aboard, you know, and trying to work out to map their objections, their fears and all the rest of it. And particularly if people are spending more money, you know, like 10,000 or something like that, a fear would be a huge fear, I think, would be what happens if they don't make it what happens if the power station doesn't ever reach the million pounds or whatever and and it, and it doesn't sort of um solar panels like you put on everything and i think that in a way um what's so powerful is is that like once you have a method and there are 100 new people joining every day and you know and and we also have a method for how to get into you know the bbc or the financial times and all the rest of it is that you kind of become a bit unstoppable, you know, and there's no, you, you might get the odd uh, hater online or, or you get emails from people who sort of pull you down or try to attempt to pull you down. And you're like, you cannot stop this machine. You know, <laughs> This thing oh. is working and it's moving. So, um, oh. so there's an element where um, you're, you're removing, you're, you're de-risking, the success in a way you know you become it becomes an inevitability you know up to a point and that's by creating offers that that are pulling more people in you know and that that people just want to get behind it so once you've got an attractive idea that people want um whether it be a service-based business or you know ultimately a product-based or a mixture um then uh, and if you have a method for bringing people in every day that's profitable then then you're going to I, I think you're de-risking it so you can you, you know success becomes almost inevitable not quite inevitable but you know um that's so fantastic to hear Dan I can hear the momentum the movement the progress the processes the systems all of that coming together with your amazing passion and talent um it is like a machine it is your own powerhouse <laughs> it really is <laughs> 
Um, I've got one last question to ask you. This is my favourite part of um, our client spotlight episodes. I'd love to um, know from you, Dan, as a client of ours, you're currently dialing in your high ticket offer fully. I'd love you. Um, I'd love a piece of advice from you um, to our audience. Um, what is the number one piece of advice that you would share um, with others who are working through this process? to of creating a high value product to sell mm, yeah i think i mean like my, my main advice is just to try and find the space even you know even if like you know life isn't easy for anyone i don't think and we're all beset by challenges each day mainly emotional or psychological in a way um you know there are there are obstacles that we all have to to getting to where we want to go so i think just to try and be kind to yourself uh, and when you make mistakes which are inevitable like mistakes lead towards success just as breakthroughs do because um so i would say pick yourself up and just try to do 1% of your work each day uh, don't try and get 50 100% done in a week just try and create a steady momentum and when you do make mistakes or things go wrong just try i think to uh meditate you know as is the uh, advice in the uh you know the early parts of the training journaling meditating mm. like giving yourself ultimately mm -hmm. for when things go wrong because you know why you're doing the thing so if things go wrong um, just go back to the why and the purpose of what you're doing uh, and think about, you know, the family members that you're trying to serve through it on the, on that hand, you know, or, or your, you know, or yourself as well. Uh, and then think about your clients as well, who you will be able to serve ultimately through this and what you're creating in the world, hopefully will really help. It will bring hope um, and um, help people in their lives. So don't lose sight of, why you're doing what you're doing and just give yourself the ability to make a little bit of progress each day i'd say that's wonderful don't rush yeah. no thank you so much dan that's absolutely wonderful advice um so i'd love to wrap up this episode with you sharing um with our audience where they can find out about you um and what you're up to where where, where can people find you dan oh yeah so if they want to join in the free membership for power it's um membership.power.film forward slash enroll e-n-r-o-l mm -hmm. and if they want to find out about uh the mini movies business where i'm trying to teach people to make short films that get seen by their ideal audiences and build their business off that the link is mini movies.optimisticproductions.co.uk forward slash book <laughs> so there you go it's quite long but that's my that's my peaceful profits book <laughs> that i've written so oh, uh, and then that will move on you know that's perfect dan thank you so much i want to thank you so much dan for um sharing um all of this um with the peaceful profits nation really appreciate it and um, i'm really excited as we all are here at peaceful profits for your continued success thank you so much thank you very much Ros, and lovely to chat to you again and thanks for all your help you're welcome see you